What up, though? Y'all already know what this is. Expect the worst if you don't respect the best. Top tier podcast. I am Ledge. Chill with me. Yeah, chill with me. We chilling today. Look, I know you guys are used to me kind of coming up with this original topic think piece and kind of make y'all think about some shit uh, y'all love the middle child uh episode that i just did last week but i want to do something different this week we got ladies and gents coming up y'all know i've talked about how this has been a great year so far for the women and i won't even say so far we're almost near the end of the year so it's been a great year for the women and i wanted to do something else special for the women and why not have two women that are making waves, making moves within the battle rap culture that are doing it the right way. All right. So I got two special guests on for interviews. You'll learn about how long they've been into battle rap. So you'll see that their love for this shit isn't just some fly by night. Let me get involved type shit. They've been for the culture. They've been in tune. And they're really, 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 really knowledgeable. And they have their own opinions and they stand firm on their opinions. Really good interviews with both ladies. So I just want you all to sit back and enjoy. Let's go. What up, though? Ledge here. Another, another special guest. I told y'all we're going to rep for the women today on this podcast and this with women making moves. And there are very few making more moves than the one and only talented, creative Mojo. Mo. Hey, hey, Harry. Hey. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, I appreciate you letting me uh, talk to you for a minute. I know you got a lot going on. How is everything? Everything's good. You know, just trying to put my hand in everything and. And make stuff happen and, you know, put on for the culture, put on for the ladies out there. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, just doing my thing, making moves. That's a fact. I see you working. For those who aren't familiar, like, let's just go back for a minute. When did you really get into battle rap and, and really become in love with the culture? Like, how far does your love go? Well, so, like, I, I followed battle rap, like, back in 2000 five, six, then joined the military. So I kind of like stopped getting into that. And then I came back to it in 2016, 17, mm-hmm. uh, but local, like for a league in Miami battle camp and Dade County elite. I started following them because one of my friends out there, she started battle rapping. So I would fly down there, support her. And then I just started, really liking the small leagues versus, you know, the bigger leagues. And then I just, I just liked it from there. And then one day someone was like, Hey, you know, jump in front of this camera and ask this person some questions. And I was like, is anything? And they were like, yeah. And so I did that. And then after they cut it, they were like, yo, you're like the weather girl of battle rap. Like you should like, do this for real. <laughs> the weather girl. That's dope. <laughs> So I was, I thought about it, and I was like, "Well, okay, I'll give it a try." And so I start, I did it down in Miami, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Okay, like I'm feeling this. I think I should like, you know, take it serious, and you know, you know, see how far I could go with it." And then I hit up Av for an interview, and it just took off from there dope and that was like one of the first ones i've seen from you well actually i don't know because i don't know your timeline but i want to say i did i think i seen you interview swamp before anybody yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah he um yeah. he was down in miami and and i interviewed him and this was like i think after his first pg yeah he had, he had already had a pg by then so he was down in miami so i was like oh let me go ahead and interview him nice yeah it was a good interview of course i think a lot of people blew uh got word of you from that av interview how did you even come in contact with him to to get that done um well we have mutual friends like my homeboy since i was 19 he rose with him they went to school together so it's it's not like you know i just met av because of battle rap like we crossed paths before so it was is like you know mutual friends and then i was like yeah just contact kenny and you know try to set that up and then this whole time they thought i lived i, I lived in florida 
Well, I lived in Florida before because of the military, but they thought I was still down there. So it was like, oh, we thought you were, you know, lived in Miami. <laughs> no, <Nope>, I'm back. <laughs> yeah. So that's how it happened. They were like, oh, you're so professional. Like, like this is dope for you. You should keep doing it. And I'm okay. And then I saw how how the interview with him went and how and how it was like how the uh, uh, videographer put it together. And I was just like, yeah, this is what I like. Yeah, that that was the spark. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> nah, I can feel it. Because, like, when you get that, I guess, especially when you get a lot of positive feedback, it kind of gives you more fuel to keep going, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, so um, I want to ask you, because I think you do a great job doing interviews. I, like, I think you're one of the best. So, my question, would, no problem. And first of all, we can't just skip over what you've done. Like, salute, and we appreciate your service in the military. I think more people oh, need to really acknowledge that. that side of you. So, like, that's that's some real shit right there. That's, you know, you're Thank braver you, than a lot of us, for real. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I was just wanted to ask you, what is your approach, like, when you're going doing these interviews? Like, are you trying to get, like, some dirt something that nobody never like some like i guess something that maybe a battle rapper wouldn't share with anybody or are you just trying to keep it on a battle rap side like what is your approach with with or does it is it different like is it a case-by-case scenario with you well i, I don't like to do dirt because that's not i, I don't want to do anything about drama or beef or anything like that and if i do touch on something like someone would say per se negative mm-hmm. i try to flip it into a more positive light so you know they can elaborate in a better way than just like it comes off all negative because mm. i feel like you know battle rap has enough negative stuff going on anyway for sure. and i really want like for people to see a different side of the battlers when they see the interview so i try to stay away from the negative stuff and if it is something like dramatic or something that you know is is I guess say popular that's going on right now. Mm-hmm. I'll touch on it, but like try to flip it to make it come out in a more positive light. Yeah, and I want to say like I feel like you're on along the lines with myself as far as trying to be credible media that's not in in yeah. all this drama. Does mm-hmm. it? So I gotta ask you this because I've seen a lot of good brothers and sisters kind of just quit on their dreams of being in the media due to not getting seen and getting overlooked by let's just plain and simple call it fuck fuck shit right so i want to ask you is was there any point in time during this whole journey did you ever get discouraged like i'm not getting a lot yeah okay i'm glad you keep it let's keep it real i know okay i was just i was just talking to friends from let's talk battle rap and i was just like i think i'm done (laughs) like i guess it's like i get so frustrated sometimes because it's like you really try to do you know the right thing and present quality work and it just gets bypassed all the time for you know the the you know the yeah shenanigans uh, and foolishness yeah yeah all that and it's like oh hello you know i'm not talking about shenanigans y'all complaining about shenanigans but hey over here like i got some good work over here so it does get frustrating at times and then especially as a female it feels like your voice isn't heard as much as the fellas. Mm. Yeah. Unless you're being provocative or selling something. Yeah, no, that's Mm -hmm. definitely a problem. So let me ask you, have you ever conversely, so you've thought about like giving it up, maybe like this ain't for me. Have you ever thought about making the adjustment to, is there any point where you was like the little devil on your shoulder tap you like, come get involved in the drama. Maybe I should get these views and do this. Or you've always been um, like, nah. Well, the I don't want to say it was drama, but the whole Cortez thing talking about, oh, there's not enough baddies in battle rap. <laughs> I took that, but I I still spun it into something positive. So yeah, that that you know I don't want to say it hit nerves, but it we got a lot of feedback from the fellas and the ladies. The ladies loved it. The fellas, you know, they were agreeing. They were like, oh, why are you getting on this? Like. Yeah. Oh, it was fun, and Cortez took it in light, and he he was he was cool with it too. Yeah. So, and I don't even think that was like something I would say 
you created to get views or something i feel like you thoroughly felt that way and like i don't think it mattered who seen like how many people seen it i felt like that was organic that was something natural i don't think you was forcing or chasing anything you know what i'm saying so right yeah i wouldn't I even defend it. i was defending the ladies of the culture <laughs> gotta defend the ladies of the culture yeah yeah i know like i try to at times and then you get people yes, like yeah <laughs> i appreciate it yeah <laughs> on black compass they were eating me up that night and you were there like <laughs> defending me and i appreciate that yeah yeah shout out to black Com- compass and all the wolves over there who just are savage <laughs> yeah we ain't doing that we ain't doing that but um so yeah i want to talk about your your success now like since you've been on the scene like i've seen you getting booked everywhere like you've been in the south now i see you uh i think you're headed to uh was it syndicate cartel black uh black ice cartels event you'll be there i i was supposed to be there but mm-hmm. you know they ha- i guess so for whatever reason things fell through. through yeah well so, but, but shout out to them you know i appreciate that they even gave me you know a shot or you know even paid attention that much to be like hey you know we want you out here so i appreciate that a lot anyway yeah but still but, even just the acknowledgement that lets you know that you're mm-hmm. doing something right so i'm gonna tell you definitely don't stop we need you around <laughs> like because if you go because i've seen like i said i've seen other people like i'm out of here like i'm like dog I, if i'm if i'm by myself i'm gonna go crazy so like i need y'all around for sure um now you also was like norbs made an announcement with you doing interviews for was it a born legacy event or it was yeah, one of those the pgs you was there you was doing the interviews like what like how was that relationship with you and norbs like he don't just reach out to he's very particular so you gotta be doing something so what what was that like that exchange it was was, one it was surprising because it was like no i didn't i didn't think he I don't know. I just didn't, I didn't think that he would like reach out to me and be like, Hey, you know, I want you on. And I was just like really surprised and honored and, and appreciated the opportunity. But he was like, yeah, you know, I just want you to come out, you know, do your thing. And I was like, that's it. And he was like, yeah, just come out, do your thing, interview the, you know, the battlers and that's that. And I was like, okay. It's like, I trust you. I see what you do. And I, and I, I like your professionalism. You know, you come in, you do your thing, and you're out. You don't, you know, partake in the the foolishness. Yeah. I don't see you out at the parties and hanging out, just going through the work and then out. So. Yeah, and what was that experience like doing that with them? Like, was it was it fun? Was it hectic? Did you get any time to sit back and enjoy it? Uh, well, for the PGs, yeah. Like with the PGs, they're more like. I don't want, they're more like, hmm, what's the good word? They're more excited to do the interviews and they're like, right. oh yeah, like, you know, because they, you know, of course they got to get their name out there and they see somebody watching them and of course you got to, before you interview somebody, you got to, you know, brush up on who this person is. Mm-hmm. So they're like, oh wow. So it's cool. I like, I like the PGs part of it because it's like they're hungry they're they're like so focused on wanting to get better and 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 get to that next level so i I really like watching the the people that aren't known yet do their thing yeah they really have the heart for it yeah i'm not saying the guys on the on the you know the main stage the bigger stage don't but it's just you could tell the difference. Yeah, it's a different level of hunger mm-hmm. to get yeah, known. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, who would you say is your favorite interview so far that you've done? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Don't be political and be like, you know, they're all my, f-, you know, I know. Nah, there's <laughs> one that stood out like, no, nah, this is really good. This is going to look really good on cam when I edit it and all that good stuff. It had to be one. Well, my favorite interview. Ooh. Or give me a couple, maybe more than one, so it make it easier. Well, get just give me a few, two or three, that's really stand well, out to you. Well, well, the one, of course, the one with Av, mm-hmm. that was like my big. Well, I didn't do the editing. I had you know uh, DeAndre Fulton out here in Chesapeake. He did that. He's amazing. 
um, and he put it together. And it's like he he knew what I wanted, so he, I, I I really like how that came out. Um, and then it was the one before that. It was with uh, Gotti Illuminati. Illuminati, nice. And, yes, and Adolph Junior. He he's a PG too, but. He was supposed to PG do his PG in Tampa, but you know his mom got sick, so he had to take care of family. Oh and, yeah, that's uh, first. Yeah, and uh, Norbs, Norbs and Brad still wanted him, so they picked him back up, and he's supposed to battle out in Atlanta next week. Nice against uh, uh, LOS. Is it? Yeah, Ooh, LOS. LOS is tough. Yeah. That's gonna be a goodie. Mm-hmm. If he, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to check him out. I've heard about him. I've seen you promote his name, but I haven't checked yes. out the battle. So. Um, Adolf is like is just crazy. His story and and just how he prepares for battles and how he constructs his work is just crazy to me. And I'm just like, like what in the world? Because he really, he really just battled. He used to be a host down at Dade County Elite, mm-hmm. and they just was like, hey, you know, you and this other guy, they've been y'all been going at it. Why don't y'all just battle? He's like, I'm not a battler. Like, I host <laughs> and I'm here for my friends. Like, just go ahead. You're real knowledgeable about, you know, the battle. Don't do it. So he's like, all right. And he doesn't write anything. Really? It's just, yeah. It's just all in his head. Like, he'll think, he'll, you, you give him a word and you'll see him just like, and then he'll come up with a bar. And I was like, yo, that's just crazy. And he's like, I, I hate comparing battlers, but he, to me, how he punches is like Rum Nitty. To mm, see him like a, Rum Nitty would be crazy. That's a high praise right there, Mo. You know that. Yes, I know. That's why, you know, I have to be careful with comparing people, but I mean, I really think that he could do it. Like, I'm about Rum to watch Nitty his is, battles tomorrow. I'm yes, Rum, <laughs> Rum Nitty is nothing to play with. So for me to compare them to and say like, oh, he, like he could battle him right now is it says a lot. He's a really, I, I really like Adolf Jr. I put money on Adolf Jr. That's how, and I'm not a gambling person at all. <laughs> that's that's big, yo, <laughs> uh, yo, Adolf Jr. You've been like co-signed to the utmost. I'm about to watch you tomorrow, brother. <laughs> Damn, for real, for real. All right, bet. All right, and um, so look, the ladies in battle rap not just women who battle rap but just women who are involved in the culture get such a negative stigma about them they've been called groupies and just Mm -hmm. you know attention seekers and all of that what do you Mm -hmm. attribute that to is there is it just men just you think are you think men are intimidated by just women coming into what was I guess supposedly a male male dominated sport and taking the light off them. Do you think there's own in, their own insecurities? Like I don't know what, what why is such a stigma on women in battle rap? Where do you think that stems from? I, I think it's a mixture of, of a lot of things. Uh, insecurities, uh, they the whole oh I can't get beat by a girl type like. Like, it doesn't matter if she's a girl or a guy. Like, if her material's good, it's good. And if mm-hmm. it's better than yours, it's better than yours. Like, just, I don't, I, I just think it's a, it's a lot of factors in it. And of course, you know, as a, you know, a man, you know, he's supposed to be the top of the totem pole type deal. So I guess, you know, guys feel like they have to be like dominating things and they, for a female to come in and dominate or, you know, the alpha female, if you would say, type deal towards males, they kind of feel like threatened in a sense. So I guess that's, and then of course it's easier to automatically throw the whole groupie term on a female because it deters females from wanting to be heard or or seen in a a male dominated uh, community. Yeah, and it's weird because I feel like the women and the women that are passionate about, well, the women that are into battle rap heavy, the ones that are are way more like passionate than the men. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, if you can get a woman into battle rap, she's all the way in. She's not like halfway, one foot in, one right. foot out. So I feel like. Mm-hmm. 
we're kind of like dudes are kind of scaring women away from the culture and it's going to mess things up because i feel like more women buy merch i feel like more women <laughs> attend in like droves like I, i've seen like you and other women on twitter like yo you know we gonna hang out like let's all get together i've seen that camaraderie so mm-hmm. i just feel like you know like guys, chill the fuck out. Like you gonna fuck this up. <laughs> like you gonna, yeah, because like, so. like women, women are like big right out supporters when they feel comfortable, when they feel like they can, you know, just be heard and and, and not feel like you know they're stepping on anybody's toes or whatever. Right. So, so yeah, the guys gotta make it a little, you know, ease up a little on the ladies with all these, you know. T- false terms on I mean I get it you know you have a few here and there okay but that's them don't put that on everybody right yeah yeah that's that's a bad bad thing to do because like mm-hmm. I said you're gonna turn people away speaking of mm-hmm. ladies we got some talented ladies on a really big card ladies and gents coming up yeah. um and I like Mulatto Black versus E Hard QB versus Shayna and just yeah, even the the ladies that's on the one SKs, Yoshi G and Lady mm-hmm. J are on there. Is there mm-hmm. any matchup in particular you're looking for? Who do you expect to win? Like just some of your thoughts on that card? Like who who are you really looking forward to see do some work? Shuni. Shuni has had a a great year and I really like her and I I'm really curious to see what she's going to do with O Red. Mm. How do you think that's? Oh, so do you think? So do you think she's gonna be able to get through the material? I mean, I think the last time I seen her was against Suge in the one rounder, in that mm-hmm. you know she kind of slipped up a little bit. You think she's gonna be prepared? Yeah, I think she is. I mean, I think every battler has like you know they can't have a well. I don't want to say because somebody had a fall this year, this year so far. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you know, everybody has their their little hiccups here and there. So I think with with what she had with Suge, I think she's gonna bounce back and she's gonna come back ten times harder, which might be, you know, something O'Reilly needs to look out for. Mm. Do you think Farrah can get around off of Charlie? Mm. <laughs> that that says it all. That says it all right there. You ain't got yeah. no faith, no faith. Not not the first round, you know. Just based off of just, you know. I think that when this will be her. I think this will be her first time on RBE. I'm not sure, but when I think I think so too. So it is her first time on RBE. You don't think she'll get that debut love? Like I'm just just fresh on the card. Watch me work. No, you know? I, no, I think she's gonna get the love from from RBE. But I just I don't think Charlie's gonna. I don't think Charlie's gonna let up on her. Damn, you Sam, you see a thirty. I can't believe you, Mo. I, I, I mean, I hope she gets a round off, but I just I don't see Charlie letting up on her. Maybe she could get that first. I'll give her the first. Mm. Okay. That's what I got. I got it. I got it two one. I got her getting the first. I think she's mm-hmm. gonna have a lot of stuff to say. Um, as far as you go. Anything for the fans and the people who follow you to look forward to? What are you doing? Like, well, as far as your channel goes with your content, what what can we expect coming up uh, like soon within the next couple of months? Uh, well, in December, Florida has a uh, Battle Rap Award show. I'll be part of that. Um, I thought that was really dope, and and I appreciate that they put uh, you know reached out and wanted me to be a part of that because I mean. Yes, I was born in Florida. I lived in Florida because I was in the military, but I'm from Virginia. But they were like, you know, you always come down, you support, you know, the leagues out here. You always, you know, do the interviews with the guys. So definitely put some light on Florida this past year. So we want you to be a part of that. So I thought that was really dope of them. So I'm going to do that. I think December 21st mm, is the date for the war dope. show. Mm-hmm. And then I have... Uh, Pen of the Year competition down there. It's similar to um, Champion of the Year, but it's just for the Miami League. And we're going to go through the top 20 battlers for 2019 in Miami. And the number one contender gets a cast prize, trophy, and, you know, bragging rights. So it's basically the, the Don Marino Awards? 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I was I was re- I was letting you get the bars off and I was thinking like, wait a second, yo, what are we doing? <laughs> All right, my sister Mojo, man, I thank you so much. You already know, like anytime you want to come on the platform, you know it's like this is gonna be your home as well. You're more than welcome. And yeah, you. you already know what where can people follow you as far as your socials go? Uh, follow me on Twitter seven five seven underscore mojo, Instagram seven five seven underscore mojo underscore, and of course the YouTube channel Make the Move with Mojo. All right, yo, like I said, appreciate you. Please support her, follow her, you know, yes. and, and be respectful. You're gonna follow her, but find out some knuckleheads followed, you know, followed you because of this, and they acting crazy. You're <laughs> gonna have an issue, all right? So chill out, be respectful. But yeah. yeah, thank you so much again for your thank time. Thank you. I greatly appreciate you reaching out and, you know, just giving me the opportunity to, to speak on the ladies. No doubt. No doubt. It's always love. Thanks, everybody, tuning in. Like I said, we got more to come, got more guests, and we're going to keep things moving. Keep it battle rap. Love. Love. What up, though? We're back. We're back. I told you I'm going to do something special for the women. Got another very special guest, another woman that's making waves and doing things the right way. Very intelligent when it comes to this battle rap shit. Very, like, informative and has her own perspective. You've seen her on Champion numerous of times, a recurring guest, a member of that panel. The one and only Slim Rita is joining me. Thanks for joining me. I'm glad you can give me, give me some of your time right now. I appreciate it. Definitely not a problem. I appreciate you asking me to be here. I definitely appreciate what you're doing for the ladies, of course. Um, it's always nice when the ladies are spotlighted and, you know, they get that attention. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I really, really, really thoroughly enjoy watching them go to work. So for those who are, like, unfamiliar with you and your background, can you just tell people a little bit, like, how, how did you get started? Like, what, what year or what period did you really start getting into battle rap? I want to say the period where I really, really started getting into it like crazy was by the time I was maybe in like middle school. Mm. Um, by then, I was able to kind of go to the avenue and go to the bootleg man and get a DVD or get a mixtape, things of that nature. So I didn't have to go through my mom or an older cousin or a sibling. So I could kind of go out there and do my own thing and kind of listen to what I wanted to listen to. So that's what really that's around the time where I really, really got into it heavy and just started buying mad DVDs and oh, listening yeah. to mad mixtapes and stuff like that. Those um, that's also around the time the uh, Jay and Nas beef happened. Ooh. So that was another big factor and, you know, just the whole, and then the whole Philly scene as well with that aggression and, so. Yeah, and you you've been on the East Coast, like where battle rap is prominent, especially in Philly and New York. Like, was it was it kind of too much battle rap for you to ignore? Like, even if you tried, was it? Would did, at some point you become like overly obsessed because it was? I know it was like had to be on every corner and every block and things like that. Was it too much at some point where you had to back away from it? No, I don't think there was ever a point for me where it was just, like, too much. Like, mm. I mean, it was everywhere. It was in music, um, you know, just regular hip-hop. But it, it, I loved it. Like, I loved all the big-time beefs as well as, you know, the small-time beefs when it comes down to battle rap and just people having a back and forth and speaking their mind and doing their thing on wax or in a in a manner where it's not necessarily causing people any harm. Mm-hmm. Who were some of your early favorites? Like, were you big time Philly bias? Keep it, keep it a buck. Were you Philly bias, or did you have favorites outside of that early on? I think for the most part, I was Philly bias. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my favorites was Slaughter Rico. I used to love Slaughter Rico. Um, I loved Rain Man. I was just actually watching one of his battles not too long ago. Um, it's a few people, Reed Dollars, of course. It's a few right. people that, you know, are no longer known anymore that I was kind of d- digging or whatever, who was, you know, on the DVD circuit, dropping, you know, little bars or whatever, but hadn't really battled. So it was yeah. like, you know, they drop bars and you see them from time to time. They may be putting out a song or a mixtape, but I like the bars and the aggression. Nice. Yeah, I, I do think at that time, it was a lot of big personalities with a lot of entertainment value 
probably I would say we probably maybe missing out a little bit, but starting to get back into it. But yeah, I definitely. Yeah, yeah. Like we've seen Baca come back to battle rap. That's a huge personality, and you know when yes. I first started seeing and hearing about Baca. Even then, he was huge. Like, everybody thought he was just going to be the biggest thing ever. And, you know, things happened. Mm-hmm. He, he didn't end up being what we predicted him to be. But, you know, he's still a big presence. He's still heavily respected. You know, I, I if I see him to this day in the neighborhood, it's like, I bow down to that man. Like, yo, you, you that nigga. Yeah, that's dope. That's good because I think that's important. I feel like in battle rap, we tend to shit on people who might not be as popular as they once were instead of lifting them up, lifting them up and like giving them their flowers for what for help building it to get to this this point. So I think that's that's big respects on your behalf to really acknowledge those, you know, from from the past. That's dope. Um, I do want to ask you about Philly. As far as upcoming, do you see any emerging talent? Because I, I feel, I don't know, I was disagreeing with somebody. They were saying that Philly is dead, like as far as new talent. But I'm not sure. I mean, Diesel's from Philly. You just seen him at uh, the Survivor Series. and people. Yeah, there's a few people from Philly uh, at Survivor Series. Uh, I feel like Philly right now is in a is in a place where there's a lot of people uh, battle rapping from Philly who, you know, they they just trying to find their niche and find their wave or find their league. Like, you know, things got to be, got things got to get put in motion. And just for Philly in general right now, that's pretty much what it is. Philly is just trying to find their wave. You get what I'm saying? Like, we uh, had yeah. a wave back in the day with the, with the $3 aggression type bars and the, the, the gum bars and all of that. We had our wave, but we try, now that everybody doing that, we got to find a wave that's, you know, going to kickstart something else. So I, I feel like that's was, you know, kind of keeping Philly out of the spotlight, so to speak, and having mm-hmm. people have those ideas of, you know, Philly ain't going nowhere, we ain't doing nothing. Nah, people out here moving and they working, it's just everybody got to find a niche. And, you know, that one, two, them one, two write battles for a certain, for certain people, it may turn out to be, you know, something way bigger right. than, than what everybody is expecting, so... Do you have anybody of note for you that you can name? I mean, personally, for me, I really like what Kay Walker is doing. Um, like I said, Kay Diesel Walker, is nice. Kay Walker, for sure. I was, that's exactly who I was going to mention. Um, Kay Walker, I mean, what he's doing right now and how he's putting on so heavy is, is crazy. And he's, I mean, he's been doing it for some time. But, again, like when you find your niche and you find your wave and things work out for you in a certain way, it's like, you know, you feel more comfortable, you're able to do more, you're able to explore more. So I feel like for him, you know, it's been a little bit of a thing for him, but right now he's making waves, he's making moves, and I I can't wait to see what he's going to do next. Yeah, that's for sure. I believe he's going to be on Respect a Shooter, so he got a chance to do something there, which is another great segue because, you know, we're talking about Philly, and they have the Battle Academy, which is really making moves now. So not just to highlight Philly artists, but just talent in general. Um, can you just talk about the staple? Because I, I really got with them last year. I don't. I know they've been around much longer than that. But can you just mm-hmm. talk about? Have you been to an event by Battle Academy yet? And and if not, I went to the last event Battle Academy had. Um, Rex and Bill. Yes, I was there for that. And when I tell you, one, the building was packed wall-to-wall, door-to-door. Um, the upstairs was packed. Um, the energy in the building was amazing. Mm. I always got to shout out Tay Rock because Tay Rock comes to every event. I if hear. It's going to be a popping event. Like, Tay Rock is going to be here. So That's I got a shout-out to Tay Rock. You know, shout-out Tay Rock for being in the building um, and showing Philly some love. But that night was just amazing. Um, the, the battles on the card were amazing. We had some good battles. I mean, we had a few where it was like, uh, right. but again, like with the, the vodka battle, like we were, the building was quiet the entire time. Vodka rap, like we was quiet. So let me, nobody said we was, huh? Oh no, no, no. Go ahead. Like we was turning to each other. Like what is going on here? Like, yo, this vodka, he can't be doing this, but you whispering it. Cause you don't really like, you know, and we was just like real quiet. We let him do his thing. And that was that. Like, but other than that, it was a wonderful night. Um, and I feel like what Stiz is doing is at this point, 
he's trying to bring us cards that actually matter. He's not just mm-hmm. trying to throw something together to, you know, make the fans feel good or, you know, just throw throwing something together just because, like, nah, he's really putting together cards that are that's bringing that energy back that we used to have in Philly all the time. So it's like that's that right there is a beautiful thing for people to feel that vibe from, you know, 04, 05. Mm. That's a beautiful thing right there. Yeah, it definitely got a throwback vibe in a positive way. Now that's not even a knock. That's a it's refreshing. I guess is the word I'm, I will use. It's refreshing to see that. The anticipation for a lot of the battles that, or I should say, you know, the headline of his cards. You know, the anticipation for him is just through the roof. The last one was the same thing with with Bill. It's like. You you could not wait to get there to see the battle. Like this is what we've been waiting for, and everybody you know everybody showed up and showed out. So it was like because of that. Even with this one, it's like the anticipation is even higher. The suspense is even deeper. It's like this is I cannot wait to. And honestly, I I'm a fly over there to go and see that battle to <laughs> yeah. go and see Rock versus Rex. Like I cannot wait. I cannot wait to go and see that. Yeah, that's and it's, it's at home, so I don't gotta fly nowhere. I don't have to pack no luggage. Yeah. I can go to sleep afterwards, like you know. So yeah, that's a beautiful thing, man. It's right at home, and more leagues should do that and, and appease the local fan base. Speaking of that, because okay, you got the Battle Academy, but then URL had lockdown there. Was it was it just a URL crowd? Is because you know it got a bad rap for that event. The difference between that crowd and the Battle Academy, a Battle Academy crowd, what was the difference? Because you attended both. I feel like the difference was the. It could be the crowd for the most part, and that's and that's the main thing that stands out is because there was so many boos in the building. It's like, oh, it's just the boo RL crowd showed out. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a lot of people who came that I can say were from far away, number one, like just just from clear across the damn country. Um, and then there was also a lot of people there that were not into battle rap. Like mm. so say it was like, it was like what do casual you do with that type of crowd. It was like casuals. Like, well I mean people that's you know, oh I brought my homie with me. Right. He's not really into this, but I bought him a ticket because I didn't want to come here by myself. Like gotcha. that type thing like you can't, your homie don't really know what's going on. He thinking he going boo. There's about 50 other motherfuckers in here that's not really into it. So now they going boo. So it's like, I mean, you, you can blame that. They like to say the boo RL crowd. I don't necessarily agree with that portion of it. I just feel like it was people there who were into battle rap from clear across the country. And they expected, you know, every battle to be top notch 100%. Mm-hmm. And Sometimes you don't get that. Every card, that can't happen. Every battle is not going to be fire in a classic. Like, it's just not going to happen. That's true. And like I say, I always say, like, you know, it's kind of a gift a gift and the curse what happens to battle rap because the more popular it gets, the more you're going to bring in casual fans who are just there for the atmosphere and not necessarily the matches. So you don't know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I feel you on that one. Now, you're on champion and I, I must ask because you guys you know cover a lot of ground you guys are touching on different leagues all, all the time even like you know jay Kruger versus kid chaos there's all types of shit going across the board does being on champion force you to watch more battles than you usually do or are you still watching the same amount um, me being on champion has not forced me to watch it any more than I would if anything it's made me watch it less because, really? because information just comes in. Like, wow. it's different. Um, before, I would be, and I think Anwar can attest to this, like, I would scour YouTube and just be on YouTube for hours on the weekend just watching battle rappers, just watching battle rappers on different leagues at different periods of time. Um, if I like somebody and now I found out this person been rapping for three years, Oh, I got to see everything they did now. Oh, you, so I would you get into that little worm. Around. You get into that wormhole, and you just yeah. Yeah, I would sit for hours and just watch battles and watch people, you know, at, at radio shows with bars or listen to a mixtape or something like that. Like I would just sit and do that for hours. So it was like, you know, now it's different. Information comes pouring in. It's like, hey, you should check this guy out. So I'll go check out a battle. Somebody's like, hey, you should check out this battle. You know, it's a bit different now. I've 
I'm watching it less because a lot more opinions and a lot more information is coming in. Mm-hmm. So, okay, when you're on the panel, right, you kind of got you got Jay Black kind of controlling things. You got Anwar, who's with these very shocking opinions that people disagree with. Um, Dre is more energetic. What do you feel your role? What do you feel you fit in? What do you feel you bring different than the rest to make this thing a complete, you know what I'm saying, team effort? I feel like for me, as far as I've heard, at least I tell my honest opinion on things and I don't try to sugarcoat it or make it sound sweet or, you know, none of the, none of the other stuff that like, and Anwar is very animated. He's very, you know, he, he gives all kinds of descriptions for why he's saying what he's saying. And I love that. Dre too. He's very, very animated. He likes to scream. Yeah. <laughs> um, but with me, I'm just, I'm, I'm the chill laid back one. I'm going to state, state my opinion and that's it. Um, a lot of people tell me like, yo, you told the truth or you, you said what it was and that was that like, and uh, people appreciate that part. Um, but I, I also see how they appreciate the fellas and everything that they do. Um, they do an amazing job every week holding it down for, you know, everything all across the board. Um, so I, I appreciate being able to be there and have the opportunity to, you know, chit-chat with the fellas and, you know, being in the atmosphere with the guys. Like, it's definitely a lot of fun being, being in that atmosphere and, you know, having certain conversations with them about battle rap, like that's that those are like the really, really fun times, like after an event and we're talking about the battles, like a whole lot of fun. So I definitely appreciate the opportunity for even being able to be on the show. Yeah, no, no doubt. It's much deserving too. you. You handle yourself very well on there. Um, now I'm, I want to ask you about branching off maybe, do you have any desires outside of champion to do your own thing, form your own channel or do something within the culture kind of where it's just you at all, or are you kind of content with what you're doing right now? As of right now, I'm going to continue with what I'm doing. If I was to do anything within the culture, it would be more behind the scenes. Um, I don't plan on having my own channel anytime soon or anything like that. I don't plan on blogging. I mean, if I did plan on blogging, I probably would have been did it because mm-hmm. I've been watching for forever. So it was like I probably would have been started talking about it in some way, shape, form, or fashion, whether it be, you know, having like a Facebook page or an Instagram page dedicated. But um, right now I'm fine with what I'm doing. I, if I was, it would be something way behind the scenes where it's like, you, nobody would have any idea that I'm even involved. Nice, nice. Yeah, very discreet. Yeah, I would love to be low key <laughs> like that. I like that. Yeah, I would like to just you know, and it's fun being out and seeing people and all that kind of stuff. I definitely have a good time. Um, but if I do anything else, it would be behind the scenes where nobody has any idea about it. I respect that. I respect that. Now uh, I'm bringing you on here because, like I said, this is a a theme for me about the ladies. You know, saluting the ladies, and we do have a big card involving the ladies, ladies and gents, uh, Red Breed Entertainment. Um, now there are some big, big matchups on here. One particularly I'm looking forward to, I don't feel like enough people are really focusing on, which is E-Heart versus Mulatto Black. Or how do you feel? Are you anticipating that battle to be something good, or you think it's going to be a wash? E-Heart I am. Just, like, how do you feel I about am. it? I am. I feel like that battle is going to be fire. I feel like that might be the best lady versus lady battle on the card. Right. I said that, yeah. I feel like that. And I feel like everybody's, you know, still harping on the whole um, – the whole summer impact situation with E Heart, but honestly, even watching the footage back, like being in the building and watching the footage back, like she was ready to go. Yeah, she had. She, she just got to her breaking point and was like, "You know what? I'm done with it. Like we done." It wasn't. I don't feel like that was necessarily her. So I, again, I, I love what E Heart always brings to the table. She always goes hard. Mulatto Black is fire. I feel like this is going to be one of the best lady versus lady battles on the card. It might actually drop before any of the others. Mm, that's a okay bold statement. I feel like that. I, I mean, I feel like that might be the one that drops first out of the ladies versus ladies. Um. 
Wow, that's pressure. You just put some pressure on them that they all they was ready yeah. for that. Yeah, it's a, yeah. y'all gotta come through. She expect this to drop first. Damn. But yes, I, I definitely agree with that. Do you feel any uh because I feel like Charlie Clips versus Farah and Shuni versus O Red, a lot of people kinda got these being like thirties. Do you sense a upset? Is it possible? Like what are you what are your feelings on that one on those two matchups? I don't know about Charlie Clips versus Farrah. Mm. I don't know. I mean, like, watching the face-off, I don't know. And Clips was just going off. I don't even think she said a, a paragraph worth worth of sentences. Like, she, he was just going off the whole, the whole entire face-off. And it's like, where do you go from here as far as, like, anticipation with the battle? Like, you expect it to be a 30 from Charlie. Um... Is he going to take it easy with her, though? Because his other thing was, you know, he don't like the whole battling ladies thing. Mm. But is he going to take it easy with her, like, you know, and just let her have a win? Like, did he write her around or not? Like, I don't know. Yeah, that's going to be a tough one. I don't know. I don't know what we're going to get with that one at all whatsoever. I know it's going to be a lot, a lot of fun, though. Like, it's going to be a lot of fun in the building, especially. So I know that much about that one. Um, O-Red versus Shuni, I don't know. That's another one where it's like, you know, I don't Are you worried about I a slip-up in that Shuni. battle? Like, because they both kind of have I am. Some I'm, worried, I'm worried about choking in that battle. But I could see Shuni taking a round. I could see Shuni taking a round or two. Yeah. You know, yeah. maybe edging around. That's possible. That's definitely possible because she's she's when she's not slipping, she is nice. She's been improved yeah. too, very much improved. Um, last question is: Are there anybody? Is there any other woman that's like maybe underrated? Might not have to be a rookie per se, but somebody that you've been keeping your eye on that people should like start paying more attention to from the lady side. That's really catching your attention. Dang, yo, I. <laughs> Yeah, I asked these kind of questions. I yeah, to, you. It's not even that. See, what happened was this past weekend, Shorty had a whole lot of choking <coughs> going on. Oh. So it was like you know, I want to say her name, but at the same time, nah, my my baby, uh, Coffee Man, Coffee is the ish. Like I love her. Like I love what she does when she's on stage. Um, and the the way she raps, she yeah. she gives people a, a full circle of everything so she gives you the gun bars and she also gives you a female perspective she gives you sexy she gives you everything in her battles so it's like for for me is but you know she had this past weekend happen and i'm like I heard. where do we go from here was like where do bad? we go from here was it that nasty uh you yeah. know, i mean if you could ask Smack like, hey, can you please vault this? That oh. would be, I mean, oh. oh, that's bad. Yeah, that's bad, bad. Coffee, come on, coffee. Damn. Oh, it wasn't just a solo act, though. She didn't act alone. No, so I, I, yeah, yeah, I heard about Diesel as well. You guys, come on, you she a didn't vet. didn't act alone. Yeah, but yeah, coffee, I, I, every time I've seen her, I've loved everything that she's done. She's definitely somebody to watch for. Yeah, material-wise, she's definitely got it, and she has an it factor, and she definitely promotes and markets herself very well, too, so all of that is important. And the other person everybody keeps sleeping on is Nunu Nels. Shout out to Nunu Nels for champion of the year. <laughs> what? Know. Wait a second. What? She's the hottest line of the year, and y'all gonna stop sleeping on her. <laughs> what are we doing? Come on, now. Nah. I ain't letting you get that bar off. Hold up. Nah. <laughs> Nah, shout out to Nunu. Nah, she's she. I give her that. That was dope. Nah, I can't even front. That was I. I didn't expect that. That was dope. Nobody you, expected it, and it's wild because you know you you're there around her all weekend, and then she's sitting on stage all day, standing on stage, and you never expect nobody. Never. I don't. I never knew. I never even would have guessed that she was going to pop up like that. Yeah, no, nah, that was definitely a highlight of that of that event. That's for sure. Do you got any? Don't tell me you got bars. You got bars under the tuck. I do not have bars. I always have to tell people, like, I'm not a battle rapper. I don't have bars. Um, maybe if somebody would have caught me when I was younger, when I was 12, 13, maybe I would have made an attempt at it or tried it. But 
Nah, I'm not a bad rapper. I don't have bars. <laughs> oh damn! I was about to have you uh, ghostwrite for me. I think I'm gonna start try to get into battle rap, but nah. Well, you know my level of aggression. I keep saying all I need is a ghostwriter, and I'm in there. Ah, oh, I can hook you up with somebody. I got you. Don't worry about <laughs> it. You know, Detroit. We got mad. We got tons of ghostwriters, so it's all good. That's uh, fact. Yo. Rita, I really appreciate your time. I know you got a lot going on. I hope to have you on this platform again. You are definitely a woman that's making waves and like continued success and definitely continue the support. And I watch Champion all the time. Shout out to Jay Black. Shout out to everybody on the panel. And uh, yeah, just thanks a lot for, for joining me today. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I definitely appreciate it. Shout out to Champion and the guys over there. Keep holding it down, and I'm going to keep holding it down for the females. And y'all have a good night. All right. Thank you. And I want to thank everybody for tuning in. And, yeah, just check me out on Twitter at Podtier, P-O-D-T-I-E-R. Slim Rita is, hey, what you got to plug? I know you got a Twitter. Let them know your handle and all that good stuff. Twitter, Rita Puffin Loud. Uh, Instagram, Slim Rita. You know the vibes, Charlie. Ah. Talk, yes, and I want to <laughs> say thank you to everybody, man, all over the globe, man. I didn't know I had that much of an outreach. I appreciate it humbly, and we'll be out of here, man. See y'all, and everybody have a blessed weekend. And as always, keep it battle rap, love.